Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Opening night of the fantasy football season is here. It is opening night of the NFL. Joe Pizapia and Craig Mish here to break it all down for you and get you ready for the weekend. Fantasy Sports Today starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. And welcome in. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizapia, as always, on this Thursday. Sean Guastamacchia is, of course, producing this show. It is great to be here with you guys on Thursday afternoon as we finally have the first night of the NFL season. I feel like this is uh, months and months of time and talking to actually have some real football tonight. The whole world will be focused, of course, on this game. Maybe I'll watch the Marlins and Pirates, too. But either way, Joe, good afternoon. And finally, I guess we can say happy football season to you. Yes, very happy football season to me, to you, to everybody. This is great. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock. I'm excited about this first game, too, because last year uh, this was the evening game, I want to say, on Sunday night. And uh, it was the Khalil Mack party, if you recall. Oh, my goodness. And this is kind of that that Rodgers injury that some people say it happened in this game and they just kind of played with the rest of the year. Uh, Rodgers did come back and win in that second half. He led them to uh, eke out a victory there. But, man, this was a, a really heated contest last year. This time it's in Chicago on the Bears turf. And I'm excited. I want to see all this whole Matt LaFleur thing with Mr. Rogers neighborhood workout. I want to see if uh, my boy Mitch Trubisky is ready to uh, continue to move the chips forward into the playoff pool. So football is here. I'm excited. Let's do it, Mishy. Finally, we get there today. And Joe and I, for the next two hours, we'll talk about this game. We'll get you ready for the weekend. We'll talk a little college football. Johnny Lobb is going to join us in, uh, in a little while from now and give you a college football preview for the weekend. And you got Joe and I for the rest of the time here. And then uh, we'll be back on tomorrow's show. Jamie Eisenberg will be with us. Brad Ziegler will close out the week and get you ready for the football weekend as well with some picks, uh, super contest picks, golden nugget picks. I got to make a lot of picks over the next couple of days here for a couple contests. Okay, so uh, we got the Bears and Packers tonight. We're going to get to that and do a full breakdown, uh, a DFS breakdown, and also a player props breakdown specifically for tonight. We won't do this for every game throughout the season, but obviously – It is opening night. I would guess the ratings will be very high. We'll also take a historical look back on how opening nights have gone for different teams in both reality and fantasy. I have some thoughts on that as well. We got trust or bust coming your way. And so let's kind of uh, dive into this. Before we get to the opening drive, uh, I think the big story again, Joe, unfortunately, was the Instagram post yesterday from Antonio Brown, who popped off about his fines and actually posted a picture 
of the little note that Mike Mayock got him. And this continues my concern for Antonio Brown. And I know yesterday on the show, Joe, you said, don't be worried. It'll be fine. Everything will be fine. I don't know, man. I just I have a bad feeling that this is going to turn at some point this year. Did yesterday move the needle at all for you or just another, as you said, the sneaky, uh, sneaky genius here? Evil, <laughs> evil genius. Believe evil, me, I'm evil. evil. I know what evil genius looks like, and it looks like Antonio Brown. This is what he needs. He needs this me against the world attitude. It's what he feeds on. In fact, as soon as I saw this, all I could think about was, oh, boy, I can't wait for tomorrow because I know Mish and I are going to talk about this. I guarantee right off the bat. And there it was. I looked at the show sheet. Boop, boop, boop. There it is. I'm, I'm worried, Brown. man. I'm oh, worried. There you are. Oh, and I'm I love it. It's so, don't worry about it. It's going to be fun. I feel like one of those old Italian uncles I used to have. Hey, don't worry about it. Everything's going to be fine. What do you worry about? That's what, that's what I'm going to say to you. I don't know. Look, this is what he needs. He is this kind of – and it's uh, it's unfortunate that he needs this. But at this point in his life, I think he's the kind of dude that wants to create a circus around himself. He thrives when there's more heat on him. He's one of these players that thrives when there's more people talking about him, more people hating him, more of this. And it's unfortunate because I think it's unnecessary because he's an extraordinary talent. I'm not worried about it yet. I love that you're worried about it. It's fun. If things start to go south in the in the end of September, then I will join you in the worry column. But for now – Antonio Brown's still one of the top five receivers on the planet. So just take a deep breath. Everything uh, will be not, fine. Not only are you going to join me, you're going to be shaking you feverishly if this ends up happening. I will be very upset because I am I am worried. And, and again, I'm not worried in September at all because, again, even if the Raiders were to start 0-4, I don't know that that would make any difference. But what if this team is 2-7 and 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 something like that? Look, I hope you're right. I hope this, this is the Terrell Owens doing sit-ups, uh, you know, in the heat with Drew Rosenhaus watching him and talking, doing an interview at the same time. I And by the way, same agent. So I hope that this is indeed the case. I just don't what's think his life so. like? Uh, yeah, Drew? What's, yeah, what's Drew Rosenhaus? I've known life Drew forever, life? man. Drew and I went to uh, the same uh, temple What's his personality together. like? <laughs> what's his personality like? Uh, he, he's, he's a, he, he was a very intense guy. He's, me- he's mellowed quite a bit through the years. Okay. He got married. He had a kid. And, and I think that life perspective changed it's significantly changing, for yeah. him. Um, yeah. but, but again, you know, like there would be times where we would be sitting in these services for the Jewish holidays and he would, he'd be the only one walking out because obviously he was getting a call from, you know, he had to leave, you know, like <laughs> I, I, he had Warren Sapp, I think is one of his, uh, his oh, he, had all, he has had a ton of what we would call high maintenance clients over oh, the years. Had so. them all. Yeah. yeah you know, I guess I mean, kids are nothing after that. Right. Like after you're dealing with Terrell Owens and Warren Sapp, I imagine right. that. You know, having a four-year-old's like whatever. Like, yeah. like you're trying to negotiate with me for a cookie, really, kid? You think you're gonna out negotiate me for that cookie? I, right. I, I mean, but it's 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 perspective, and I and I and I think for a lot of people, not for everyone, but a lot of people, life completely changes at that moment. And you yes. know, you have kids. Oh, like at, at that point, like all the priorities change, and and you can say whatever you want about it. You can say that uh, you know I have dogs. You know, those are my kids. I mean, it's not the same. People think no. it is, but and they and. And most people, that's their kind of uh, they're it's out like your there. Your heart living outside of your body. Yeah, that's the only yeah, way to describe yeah, it. Yeah. So, and I think it changed for him. Now, I don't know that to be. I would never like put words in his mouth, but I feel that that kind of uh, happened. But yeah, he's um, he was a very a super intense guy, and I thought that he, I think he's had arguably in terms of agents the the best or one of the best careers in uh, in the history of of that sport, maybe in all sports. Uh, there. Uh, okay. Um, a couple quick things here, then we'll get to the opening drive. A uh, report from uh, ESPN on uh, Cliff Kingsbury trying to get a uh, read. That was a quote, trying to get a read on uh, Kyler Murray. This did not install a lot of confidence in me with Murray going into the season. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, I didn't have as much as a lot of people had uh, going into the season. And and I, I like Kyler Murray. I keep telling everybody. It's not that I dislike him. It's just 
I don't like when people put unnecessary expectations on a young kid like this and want him to all of a sudden become, you know, anointed as this incredible QB one all of a sudden is rookie season. It's asking a lot, especially in this circumstance. So for me, I look at this and uh, yes, it should be a negative. I definitely think this is something you're not loving, but as you pointed out yesterday, very astutely, somebody's going to win that game. I still think Arizona's going to find a way to win that game at home. Cause I think the crowd's going to be into it. He'll show up in this one. And then after that, it's going to be a letdown for the next couple of weeks after. So that's my hot take on that. Yeah. And, and it's, I, I think that if you're, if you're wagering, you let this game go by and then it's just an instant fade after, after this week on those two teams, I think you'll do very well uh, with that. Um, okay. Last topic real quick and, and kind of off topic here. Browns decided that they're going with those color rush uniforms for the entire season. Joe, these are the ones that we would see on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the Browns going away from traditional? This is like one of the longstanding franchises in the history of the NFL. Two takes. I love the Brown. I actually think it's one of the better color rushes out there, and I can actually watch it. It doesn't make my eyes hurt. And number two, put something on your damn helmet. You're never going to win a championship without something on the damn helmet. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a poop emoji. I don't care if it's a bulldog. I don't care whatever it is. Put something on the damn helmet. Enough is enough already. Let's get with the program. It's not 1942. Come on. All right. On that note, we will uh, pretend like Notre Dame does not exist and take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports Today. (laughs) When we come back next, it's time for the opening drive. Joe Pizzapia and Craig Mish with you here on the show. Don't go away. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400, and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call resort release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract they've helped thousands of people and they're a plus rated with a bbb so if you feel scammed get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed call n-o-w 800-804-7060 800-804-7060 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. 
You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 Network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Fantasy Sports Today presents First play from scrimmage The opening drive The first play of the game From the opening play And all the way for a touchdown And it is the opening drive Here on this Thursday The opening night of football here on the show Hopefully you guys are listening live On the Fantasy Sports Network app Or on iHeart, but again, you can listen on demand 24-7 by using any of the apps where you listen to your podcast, including iTunes, Android, Stitcher, and a nice little website called audioboom.com. Uh, don't forget to catch all of our television programming over on Zumo uh, TV, which is a great app, a new app that we're uh, on. And by the way, tell uh, Joe, tell the folks uh, this weekend where you're going to be at. I know that you're doing uh, some work for Roto, Roto uh, Grid this weekend. Uh, I am. That's right. We're uh, Sports Grid. I am going to be Sports doing... Grid. Why did I say Roto? Grid? Well, because you put um, Daily Roto which is true, which is gotcha. part of it, and Sports Grid together. And you Roto, made them like a, Roto, I, yeah, I made them a celebrity couple. That's what you did. Sports Grid. My bad, Mike Cardano. Uh, yeah, take, it off, take it off my next paycheck. Okay, Sports yeah, Grid. Tell me what you're doing this weekend for Sports Grid. Mike's going to send all, all of his guys to go whack you now. Yeah, uh, we, have, we, we have enough Italians already working for you. Uh, never Sports enough grid. Italians, Smish. Come on, never enough Italians. That's the, that's the yeah. hot rumor. Uh, so, yeah, so in the morning... Uh, from 8 to 9, it's Mike Blewett and myself talking DFS, and it's going to be on that live stream that you're talking about on the app and also on sportsgrid.com. And then at 9 o'clock, it's me and Jim Day doing the Roto Expert Show, which is going to be the season-long uh, fantasy football stuff. So that's going to be fun. It's going to be live from the Meadowlands, uh, right that's from cool. the uh, betting area, fancy wow. studio. So this face for radio be wearing a jacket and tie and uh, you know running his mouth as usual. Should go check it out. Should be fun. Right. I, I would expect to see some uh, betting tickets, Joe. I mean, even if they're five or ten bucks, I got I got to see some betting tickets out of you this weekend. So. Absolutely, I'm, I'm deliver in. them next week. Let's see them. Let's uh, let's let's, <laughs> let's do it. Uh, over under on some season totals. Uh, oh like, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm all, you know it's funny. I, I was never a big betting guy. The first bet I ever put. I was in Vegas last year for a wedding. First like like sports book. Like put it on like a kind of thing that like legitimate kind of thing. And uh, and it was on the, the Kentucky Derby of all things. And I won. I bet on the favorite and I won. And I was like, and immediately was my first thing. Man, I should have put double the amount. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good luck. Good luck, with, uh, yeah, yeah, good, good luck with that. You don't ever want to do that. Yeah, I need, yeah, I, need yeah. two more lo- I need two more losses for the Blue Jays to pay for my kids' tuition here. So <laughs> big, big, big bet coming for me here in a couple of days. Anyway, we'll get to that uh, next week. We'll, uh, we'll kind of grade that out, see how we do. All right, the opening drive. Uh, first down, let's start off with this. Albert Breer uh, report yesterday that the Eagles offered uh, Howard and a pick for Melvin Gordon. And so naturally, I, I feel good about the fact that this didn't happen. I do feel bad about my uh, my shares now at the running back position with the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know. How did you take this yesterday? Well, I took this as a shot in the dark by the Eagles to say, hey, maybe we can kind of pry somebody away and move the just another guy that is Jordan Howard. But I actually did a recreation. Uh, Scott Bogman of In This League, right from FNTSY and I, on the Black Book, we did a fun recreation where it was a phone call of Howie Roseman calling up 
Tom Telesco, uh, the GM of the Chargers, and offering him this trade, something like, hey, it's I'm, I'm calling you over from Philadelphia, and I wonder you know, if Melvin Gordon's around. Maybe I can give you, an, you know, a very, uh, I don't know, like a Jordan Howard and maybe a pick, and then uh, the Chargers GM laughing and then hanging up the phone. And that's pretty much, I think, what the scenario was in this one, because why would they do that? There's no reason they can wait and they can rake somebody over the coals if that's what they want to do. But, you know, I, I tried to warn people that this Melvin Gordon thing is going to be six months to a season and uh, six weeks, excuse me, to a season. And you know what? If you kept taking him in the third round because you thought it was a great value, I think it's going to turn on to really bite you. and It's going to kill a lot of your fantasy shares and a lot of fantasy teams. I'm telling you, it's not going to be a good scene, man. Yeah, but the, but the confusing thing is about Miles Sanders now. It's very there are two different messages here. The first message well, is an endorsement. It's very confusing. An endorsement on Sanders is the fact that now they don't like Howard. Obviously, if they tried to trade him. But the other part of it, if they like Sanders so much, why are they trying to get Gordon? This is completely unclear. At this I, I I actually I will take this into a baseball analogy for you because I think that. You've seen this sometimes where, you know, just because you have a really good bullpen arm, a really good guy in the ninth inning doesn't mean you can't take another guy who is really dominant and all of a sudden just dominate that into the field. And and same thing with the running back. I don't know why you can't have two guys who have closing experience in the same bullpen and have it work. We've seen it before and it's been lights out in some situations and you are effectively changing the game. And Miles Sanders is still a rookie. It would be a one year investment kind of thing. I get it. I, I don't think it's that big of an indictment of Miles Sanders. It certainly is of Jordan Howard. So if anything, the fact this trade didn't happen, if you're a Miles Sanders owner, I think you should be very pleased about it because I think that situation is trending in the right direction. Yeah, the end result is good, but it, it does give me pause now. And I, and I wonder if, if they were to pursue this some more, um, now this would not make me happy. Obviously, I have Sanders in a, in a pretty significant league of mine. Okay, uh, second down. Uh, this is a non-football story, a serious story here, Joe. I don't know if you saw this one. I read this yesterday. Uh, a, a teenage boy went blind after eating only Pringles, French fries, and processed meat for 14 years. He obviously had a vitamin uh, B12 deficiency. He started losing his hearing and his vision. And look, I'm, I'm not gloom and doom guy with these kind of, uh, we usually do fun stories here. But man, that yeah. just shocked me to see this yesterday. What parent has given their kid this? Now, I know he had some like probably issues, like tasting issues. And, and I don't want to you know put a disease on the kid but there was obviously something mentally going on there but still like gosh like gotta have a little bit better yeah. judgment there man pringles and french fries allowing this to happen for 14 years you really know how to kill a show don't you mish boy that, I, I, I had really to bring it up man stopping the tracks yeah i saw this a couple days ago and i said oh that's that's a horrible story but usually teenage boys go blind from something else no oh, it's not there you, you go know, you see what i did i made a joke trying to lighten the mood because you're a show killer today with this story. Yeah, it's like second down. How about this awful thing that happened? I had to bring it up. I, I can't. I, I needed to. I needed to put awareness on people who think that anything. Yeah, like this is okay. awareness. Parents, stop letting your kids eat whatever they want. Stop being their friend. Be their parent. How's that? Yeah. All right. Third down. Uh, we'll move yeah. on. Third down. I, I could talk about this for an hour. Third down. Kenyon Drake yesterday. Uh, Brian Flores, the head coach of the Dolphins, says he's going to get a lot of touches on Sunday. Wow, that's great news, Joe. A lot of touches for the uh, the offensive line the, on the Miami Dolphins. Um, do you believe any of this or no? I do. I do. And here's why. Because he's the last. How can you possibly believe on, anything the Dolphins on. are saying? Hold, Come on, hold, man. Hold, hold, hold. Here's why. Here's why. You ready? Because he's the last chip they have to move. That's it. So if you play him and at least you give him a little bit of, uh, you know, maybe you get lucky. Maybe he has a couple of decent games. Maybe he breaks free of a couple of the many, many tackles that will be coming his way with that crap offensive line. Maybe just maybe you can flip him and get some more picks in the next couple of weeks. And I think that's exactly what they're doing. And I think we all know the mandate from this organization is very clear. The mandate is it's time to tank. It's time to 
turn things into something else, and he's the last piece they have to turn into something else. So to me, this makes nothing but sense. So I don't know how good it's going to be, but I do believe them when I think they're going to try to get him the football because if he turns into a third-round pick or something else or fourth-round pick, I'm tell you what, I'm, I think there's going to be a lot of teams that have injuries in the next six weeks. So there's going to be a lot of teams that have poor running back play. And Kenyon Drake, people, even if he's not very good, they'll look at it and go, you know what? That guy's got potential. Let's just get him out of Miami. And I do think they're going to do everything they can to showcase him. So yeah. I believe them. I don't believe anything they say there. <laughs> you you are a malcontent. Like, you know, no, I remember no, a similar time. No carries. What's five carries? You believe anything <laughs> these guys say? I stop believing these coaches. I don't believe the coaches because of that. I'm believing it because I'm I'm believing it for a negative reason. Don't you see? I'm kind of yeah. But the best thing they could do is not play him at all, and then they don't have to get his 2.8 yards per carry in that bad offensive line. They won't be able to trade him at all in six weeks. I don't know if they don't play him at all. I think then that comes around if he's not healthy, and then everybody starts to really panic. I think that kills his value more. All right, Uh, uh, fourth down. Crazy talk here. Fourth down. uh, Pete Alonso hit another home run uh, yesterday. Man, like. I mean, obviously, nobody in the fantasy world thought that this would ever happen or even come close. So, I mean, do you think at the end of the season that he's the home run king, Joe? I mean, is he going to? I mean, fifty home runs is within reach easily here now. Well, I had watched a lot of Pete Alonso uh, highlights and footage and game tape and stuff like that, and I was very, very high on Pete Alonso this year in the Black Book. I, I said that if if he breaks camp, which I did not think was going to happen because the Mets are historically a very cheap organization, that he could hit thirty home runs this year. Forty five, I did not see coming that I, I i was not prepared for nobody it nobody had it yeah nobody had it. it but you know what the funny thing is and i will literally take this directly from the black book i said that he has cody bellinger like potential and who's the guy behind him right now in the home run race it's cody bellinger so i felt very very good about that comp because to me statistic profile wise that's the guy that he reminded me the most of i thought where his bat was uh what he could possibly do in that lineup and to me alonzo was the potential of what Cody Bellinger was a couple of years back in his first season where he just came up and he just showed everybody how good he could be. Now, we all know what happened in year two with Bellinger. There were some struggles there. Eventually, he righted the ship. I think a lot of it was a little, you know, on the mental side, he kind of hit a bad patch and then it kind of rolled on itself. And that's baseball. It's a grind. It's a tough situation there. But looking right now, he's at 45 and Yelich and Cody Bellinger right behind him in the NL race. And Trout's at 44 in the American League side. So it's very possible. And it's very possible he could go right past that. Was it the judge record, right? A couple of years ago, the 50, right? That was judge. Yeah. The Wires record, yeah. right? Yeah. So. It's Got the NL record. Yeah. yeah. All right. What we'll do is we'll take a quick timeout time for some hot takes. NFL, NFC style. We did the AFC yesterday. We'll do the NFC next. Joe Pisa, P and Craig Mish. Don't go away. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code grid and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Do you want two risk-free bets up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com slash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you bet the Bears tonight minus three and they beat the Packers by seven, you'll receive seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com slash grid. Enter promo code GRID to get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. Eligibility restrictions apply and see website for details. Joe, uh, we did the AFC yesterday. We had a lot of fun with it. Let's uh, throw out some takes in the NFC and see if uh, we can determine if these are hot takes or what I used to call on my uh, old fantasy show, Fantasy or Reality. Oh, I like that. So it's, it's, it's an evolution, just like life, Craig. That's what it's, it's all just one big evolution. Let's start with the bottom this time. All right, let's start with the Washington Redskins. Oh, the poor Redskins. It's uh, not looking good, but there are some pieces there for the future. So uh, let's start with the quarterback here, Dwayne Haskins, uh, local boy. Uh, certainly something they want to get out there sooner than later, because I don't know how long you want Case Keenum taking snaps for. So uh, let's say, is it a hot take that Mr. Dwayne Haskins plays 10 games this year for the Washington Redskins as the quarterback starter this year? Um, Yes, I think it's a hot take. I think that would be too many. I see him starting somewhere between three and four games at the end of the season. I think there's oh, a reason it. why wow. he, didn't, yeah, he didn't play in the preseason at all until the last game. He didn't even look very good. Uh, it's a sit-out season for me with Haskins. They're, the Redskins are going to be one and seven, one and eight. No reason to throw him into the fire. If I had to set a total on his on his game started Vegas wise, it would be four and a half probably at the most. So uh, yeah, I think it's a little hot, Joe. I like the I think Locke actually has a better chance to start uh, for Denver than he does more games. So I, I just think that they're going to play it really safe with Haskins on a terrible team. 
All right, let's uh, go to the Dallas Cowboys. We'll jump up there. Obviously, Ezekiel Elliott back, and now everything should be all right, or maybe it won't be. I don't know. Well, let's talk about the wide receivers, though, because I know we've kind of, you know, trashed on Amari Cooper a lot, and we're panicking about him and the foot and all that. But I want to talk about Michael Gallup, because this seems to be a guy that a lot of fantasy buzzes around, obviously a good college career. Is it a hot take to say Michael Gallup is the best wide receiver on the Dallas Cowboys when all is said and done in 2019? Uh, no, I don't think it's a completely hot take because of the way that Cooper's injury is trending. I think it's unlikely. And I also go back to last year, by the way, before they had Amari Cooper and Gallup was a disappointment for sure. So um, I'm, I'm going to say it's not completely hot. Joe. I would say it is unlikely. I think he's probably a little bit overrated. Again, he had some nice opportunities last year to shine amongst a wide receiving core that was among the worst in the NFL until they made the trade. Didn't show much for me. So um, not not realistic, I don't think, but not crazy either. Yeah, see, that's where I struggle with it, too, because he did have the opportunities. And I think Amari Cooper being there, it's kind of that Tyler Boyd effect with A.J. Green. It's always great when you have somebody else who's getting a ton of the attention. So, um, you know, if Amari Cooper misses time, I know a lot of people want to elevate Michael Gallup. Is that the right call or is that actually a trap? Because is Gallup a guy who really his success, potentially a breakout, really depends on Cooper being at least healthy enough to be on the other side of the field. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say not completely hot take, but it would be unlikely for me. By the way, Boyd with a much higher pedigree than Gallup. Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent. I'm just throwing it out there as like the most recent example in my head about that kind Uh of situation. Sure. Uh, All right, let's go to the New York Giants here. We uh, certainly know that uh, Daniel Jones has been knocking on the door. Uh, Did you know they gave him a a nickname? Did you see that? Did you see that? I did not. Uh, I I want to make sure I get it right because I don't want to say something wrong on the show and then uh, people come after me. But uh, it has to do with uh, him throwing dimes. Uh, I think it's uh, I don't want to say dime bag because that would be wrong. That's uh, fine, though. <laughs> we, like, we like we like dime bags. No issue with that. Well, and there's nothing wrong with that. But no, Daniel Jones has a new nickname. It's uh, Danny Dimes. You like that? That Danny sounds Dimes. like somebody I Mike Hernandez like knows, right? I do like that. Yeah. yeah. Danny Dimes. Hey, Danny Dimes. How you doing? So because he's throwing dimes. That's what he does. So um, there's a lot of expectation now. I think the worm is turning there for that fan base. But the real question remains when you go into the rest of this situation. So is it a hot take? to say that Evan Ingram is the leading receiver on the Giants this year because you do have Saquon out there who is certainly a very capable receiver of the football. You also have Golden Tate coming back in a couple weeks. You also have Sterling Shepard, but there's a lot of Evan Ingram hype. We talked about it yesterday. Is it a hot take to say that he actually leads the team in receiving? No, I don't I don't think so, but I but I don't know that his numbers would be Ertz like, but Zach Ertz is the leading receiver on the Philadelphia Eagles and I think that you're going to be seeing something very similar from Ingram probably with about 20% less production. So I do think that maybe of all of the takes that we have, this is the most realistic. It's just that what will those numbers look like at the end of the season? Uh, Ertz is a 100 catch, 1100 yard, 8 to 10 touchdown guy. Ingram could lead the team by catching 78 balls for 950 yards and six touchdowns and still be the leading receiver there. So I would say that this is very realistic. All right. So this guy on the Eagles is obviously a very talented quarterback, certainly a guy that they have put all their money in and they know they want to move forward with as their franchise quarterback. It was a no brainer this off season, but certainly Carson Wentz still has some questions in terms of his ability to stay on the field. He's played 16 games in his first season, then 13, then 11 last year. So my question to you is, uh, can Carson Wentz finally get over that 4,000 yard threshold of yards passing? Is that a hot take to say that he will finally in 2019, or is it more of these injuries and more of these missed opportunities for Wentz to reach his potential? Fluky injuries for him. So okay. I do th- I do think it's really realistic for him to go over the total. In fact, of, of all the players uh, that we reviewed in terms of their over-unders and player props, uh, Howard Bender and I did this. This was my favorite one for a quarterback was going over his total amount of yards, which was actually, uh, I think, a lot higher than 4,000. But if you prorate his stats over the last two years, you can't do it. I get it. He's hurt. 
But if you did prorate his stats just by giving him average numbers in the games that he missed, he obliterates every number on the board. So uh, I, I do think that the injuries were a little bit flukish. It's not like he has uh, injuries that are going to keep him out long term. There's been nothing this year that would indicate that. If it happens again this year, then I have to just basically uh, take the L and say that Wentz is going to always be a hurt quarterback. But until, but I'm going to give it one more shot here, and I'm going to say that he goes over all of his projected numbers. All right. Now, this doesn't happen very often. It happened in 1980 because we got uh, the Chargers uh, actually put this trio together, the 95 Falcons, the 2004 Colts, and the 2008 Arizona Cardinals. Those are teams that had not one, not two, but three thousand-yard wide receivers. And as we head west to the NFC, Ken Woods, Cup, and our boy Brandon Cooks all go over a thousand yards the way the NFL structured now and the way this offense is. Is it a hot to take to say all three go over a thousand yards this year? Yeah, it's a hot take. And and again, you know, injuries to Cup derailed his season. Cook has had concussion issues in the past. Uh, Brandon Cooks, uh, I'm going to say that's a hot take. I, I don't see that happening. That's just way too much. Now, they don't throw a lot to their tight end, whoever that ends up being this year, whoever their primary target is. They do throw some to the running back. Of course, Gurley is is probably the best in the NFL, you know, catching the ball out of the backfield when he is healthy. Uh, so I'm going to say no, and I'm going to bake some uh, injuries into this, saying that all three guys are not playing 16 games apiece. I think for them to that to happen, all three would have to play. So I would say a definitive no on this one. I'm hoping for that because I think that would be fun. That would just be another fun kind of situation goal to put in there for the Rams. Who were the teams be- again? Who were the teams that did it again? Oh, I just closed it. I don't oh, have to man. come back to it. I, I, did you say the Redskins were one of those, though? I have to look. You mean the Gary Clark Art Monk group? No, I don't think they were. It was the Falcons, I want to say. I'll, I'll bring it back up at the break. And uh, we'll Arizona in 2008? Uh, it was Larry Fitzgerald, and it was uh, Breston, and it was um, oh Anquan God. Bolden. Wow. So, yeah. I never would have guessed that one. Uh, wow. I know. Kind of fun. The trios that have 1,000 yards in the same yeah, thing. It doesn't happen very often, no, but every now not. and then you, you get it. So you need, a, you need a prolific passer to do it. You know, you need a Kurt Warner or you need a Dan Fouts. I mean, it took like an Eric Coriel kind of offense in order to make that kind of thing happen. Yeah, the, the Chargers so, would have been um, Winslow, West Chandler, Charlie Joyner is a yes, guess. Correct. Yeah. Uh, you are correct. So I'll go back and I'll bring up those full names in the full list there. Uh, but yeah. in the interest of time, yeah, I try every now and then. Every now and then, Craig, that's what I do. Every All right, now let's, and then. let's go to San Francisco 49ers here. And um, I'm going to say this and uh, we'll see what happens here. I don't love any of the running back situation with the 49ers, I just don't. I don't. I'm not a big Coleman guy. I'm not a believer in him. I know a lot of people love him. Brita's been Brita. I mean, he's had some good moments there. Uh, McKinnon clearly is not going to be something that works out. So, uh, is it a hot take to say that the 49ers running back is not on this roster right now, and they will make a trade and bring in maybe a Kenyon Drake or maybe a Melvin Gordon into this organization because we know there's cap space for them to pay somebody. So, will the 49ers have a new running back at the trade deadline? Hot take or not? Uh, I'm going to say that's a hot take. I, I think they go through the draft on this one because I, I don't know how competitive the 49ers are going to be. Now, this obviously changes if they're really in a good spot at the deadline, but I don't see Drake being the answer. In fact, I could make the case that maybe this is just something you don't agree with. I like Matt Breida a lot. I know he's been hurt, but that is really the only issue with him. When he is on the field, he's a dynamic player catching the ball out of the backfield and even running. To me, he's the he should be the starting running back for sure, and, and Coleman should be spelling him. The only issue with Brita is they're going to get near the goal line. I don't think he has any chance to carry that ball near the goal line. Uh, 49ers offensive line is also pretty good. Raheem Mostert was really good for them last season, too. So I'm going to say no on that one, Joe. I, I think that they'll attack that at the end of the season in the draft. I think Coleman will probably be gone. I think Brita will be the extra guy for them. But I like Brita more than most. He, I, I had him on a, on a team last year. He helped me out a lot. No, 17 Brita points, has- 15 points. It's just every play, you're worried he's going to get hurt. and That's no, no way to... That's 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 kind of my concern, too, is is uh, I look at this and I say, hey, this is an opportunity here where you have cap space. Why not add Melvin Gordon? Why not help your uh, and he certainly fits what Shanahan would want to do. I think Melvin Gordon type running back. Why not bring in a guy like that 
and help out your rookie quarterback and go or not rookie quarterback, but you know, guy who's never played a full season in the NFL and really help him out and give him some more weapons, give him a little bit more balance in the offense. I think it would help Jimmy Garoppolo's development and it would help accelerate that, but we shall see. All right. Last but not least, the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, we talked about it before. Who else is going to be the guy here? Because uh, it's it's kind of tricky. There's Tyler Lockett and then everybody else. Yeah. And that's a little concerning for me. Now, last year, he got 57 balls on 70 targets for 965. Is it a hot take to say that he finishes under 1,000 yards receiving again just because he can get all the double teams you want to give him? Because really, there's nobody else in the field that you really worry about beating you in that wide receiving core or even at the tight end position? Is that a hot take to say he's under 1,000 again? It, not really because – and I was really honed in on him during the draft season, and there are certain players that that happens with me before I start drafting and I start looking around as to just the group think as to what people think about him. And apparently, uh, he had basically the highest – conversion per per attempt percentage in the NFL when they throw him the ball, he catches it, which is apparently something that is like a, a baseball batted balls in place that where it's just unrealistic to see him having that kind of production again based on the volume. So uh, I kind of softened a little bit with Lockett. So I don't think that's completely in uh, 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 the hottest take in the world, Joe. I think it's possible that it could happen because I wasn't aware, unfortunately, of those kind of stats. I just simply thought, man, this is going to be 120 targets this year. But apparently not. So somebody may have some value on the other side of that, along with Lockett. But don't ask me because I have no idea who that'll be. <laughs> well, there you go. So we've done the East and we've done the West. So yeah, well, uh, well let's do this. Yeah. yeah, well, well, we'll do this. We'll take a quick time out here on the show and then we'll come back with our hot take segment. And then uh, John Lobb's going to join us in the second hour of the show. Uh, also, don't forget, you can find us on iTunes, on Android. You can download the show 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And for those of you who are listening to the show, small little favor for me. Make sure on iTunes especially that you hit the like button and also you give us a five-star rating because if you do that, it obviously gives us a little bit of a boost in our show in terms of populating fantasy sports shows every single day. Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia will be back right after this. Don't go away. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermofiltration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, 
everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Rain dance! Make it rain. Zeke got what he wants, and I think Lev Bell is a little bit upset right now because of look at what he got after that big old year-long holding out. And you tell me Zeke Elliott got to skip all of training camp, can ride on in on his white horse, and now be the most highly paid person at the position? Looks good to Zeke. And uh, unfortunately, great for the market for running backs. Saquon Barkley is licking his chops at this. Weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on Sumo TV, channel 719. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. All right, welcome back. Craig and Joe with you here on the show. We continue our hot take discussion in the uh, NFL, and we continue to discuss some of the things that could happen in the NFC from a hot take perspective. So let me turn it back over to Joe as we continue that conversation. All right. First, we'll do the history lesson. It was indeed Charlie Joyner. It was indeed uh, Kellen Winslow. And uh, let's see. John Jefferson was the third one. Oh, the goggles guy. Yeah. yeah. Goggles. 1980. So 1989, Washington Redskins. It was Monk Clark. Can you name the third dude? They were oh. called the posse. The posse. I remember um, Rippin was the quarterback, right? Uh, yes. Mark Rippon was the quarterback. Okay. So and for, for under and him and then Doug Williams had a little bit of playing time too. Oh, okay. Um, it was not a tight end. No, so, it was. In fact, I'll give you a hint. Oh, He's, Ricky uh, Sanders. I was going to say, yeah, not Ricky Sanders, the fantasy analyst, Rick, but Ricky Sanders. Yes. yes. See, that's, <laughs> that's impressive that I got that. Wow. That is impressive. All right. Yeah. 95 Falcons. You got this trio there. Quarterback was Jeff George, by the way. <laughs> like five Falcons had three guys over if you a get thousand. This one, you're my god forever. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Um, uh, this is before Roddy White, right? Oh, uh, yes. This was this before way Roddy. before Roddy White. Oh yeah, my this gosh. is 95. This is when I was in high school. Um, I'm gonna get, I don't know, man. I, this I know these dudes, I remember two of them specifically. One of them I remember as a Cleveland Brown very well. Deion Sanders was on this team, right? Yeah, but I uh, Vineran or something. Uh, no, I think by '95 he was already on the Cowboys. Oh my gosh, or the, or the 49ers. I'm, I'm trying to picture my Madden '95 team. <laughs> oh, there was a Haynes, Haynes. No, no, it's good guesses though. Oh, Eric man. Metcalf. Oh, I never would have got that. Okay, Terrence Mathis and Burt Emanuel. There yeah, you go. I, I know I know all the names. I never would have gotten any. All right, 2004 four Colts. That's much easier. I think you could do this one, right? Uh, Manning or uh, Harrison. Harrison, yeah. Wayne. Yeah. And there's little a little scrappy third. white fella in the slot. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't remember his name. Brandon Stokely. Stokely, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as we said before, Breston. Bolden and Fitzgerald. You could have given me a hundred names. I even given me the name, I would have said no. Warner so threw I, for forty five hundred yards that year. It's a pretty pretty yeah. good season. Yeah, so, I mean, he was a, he was a 
uh, yeah. monster for years. Yeah. Oh, it's doable. I know Cup Woods cooks. I think actually that's doable. I'm gonna I'm gonna still say that's not. Yeah. A hot listen, take. there's we'll nothing wrong with there's no, nothing I wrong with funny. with throwing. This is what we're doing. Trivia question. We have hot right? takes out there. Yeah. I would ever. Yeah. A lot of those I wouldn't have gotten. It's just I I was a big Madden '95 Sega fan. So oh, sure. and the Falcons yeah. were one of those teams that I used, but I could have sworn that um, that Dion was on that team. I don't know. I guess I, I think by ninety, I'm, I'll check the Dion stuff. But I want to say by that time, by ninety five, I remember pretty vividly he was on either the 49ers or the Cowboys. That whole 49er Cowboy rivalry time, right around there. So uh, okay. we'll, we'll check that out and be sure. All right. So at thirty six years old, he's starting tonight, kicking off the NFL season. Aaron Rodgers certainly, uh, from a perspective of touchdown to interception ratio was very very good last year however the rest of the numbers were okay there's some deeper stat issues here with Aaron Rodgers he's going to be 36 and he's had some injuries over the last few years plus that win-loss record on the road not very good last year so is it hot take to say Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback in decline I'm not saying bad I'm saying in decline Oh, it's a it's a really good question. I, I I would say that the numbers probably won't look like they have in the past. And I will say this: unlike Carson Wentz, I do have some injury concern with Aaron Rodgers. I do I mean, because of the age. I mean, think about it. Rodgers is ten years older than Carson Wentz. That's a big number. So any time that he's been on his back, Joe, he's gotten hurt, and it ain't the same being hurt at thirty six as it was at twenty six. So. Decline is a strong word. I wouldn't do one of those radio show hosts hot takes if they lose 21 nothing tonight, but I do think that we've seen the best of him for sure. But no doubt, similar to Dan Marino at the end of his career and John Elway at the end of his and Peyton Manning at the end of his, he'll have these monster games that uh, remind us why he still is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think his style of play has taken a little bit of toll as well. You know, he's a little less of the pocket passer. Historically, he likes to move around a lot, make plays on the road, uh, on the it's run. It's very dangerous now. Guys are faster, bigger, stronger. Yeah, oh, and he, faster, bigger, stronger. Doesn't my, my guess that if, if you said, hey, give me a, an over under on his games played and you said it at 13 and a half, I would <laughs> say I would say under. I would say under. I think there's a chance he misses some games. And that's my worry, too. That's why I faded him in a lot of Superflex leagues. I just didn't like where he was at. Then again, I took a shot on Andrew Luck in a lot of those same leagues. How'd that yeah, work out? Not good. <sighs> Serenity now. All right, let's go with the Bears here. Uh, is it a hot take to say that David Montgomery in his rookie season will rush for over 1,000 yards? No, not hot at all. He's, I, mean, I think most people have it right. I think he's the breakout guy. There is no other running back there. No other opportunity. Mike Davis is on the Bears, right? Is that correct? He is on the Bears still. Okay, so yeah, I mean, look, that that gives somewhat of a pause if Montgomery was to struggle. But man, I saw this kid play at, at Iowa State. He was great. Cohen will catch the ball out of the backfield on third down. But I could see Montgomery right out of the box getting 18 to 20 carries. So not hot at all. I, I and think I think tonight he's going to eat because you want to keep Aaron maybe. Rodgers off that field. Well, I think just from a game script standpoint, don't you want to kind of control the football a little bit? You know, kind of I mean, it's the NFL, dude. It's completely. I know. But just ground and pound a little bit. All right. Minnesota Vikings last year, they had two guys uh, finish in that wide receiver one conversation with Stefan Diggs and with Adam Thielen. But with a renewed, possibly healthy <laughs> Delvin Cook, will both of these guys go over a thousand yards receiving again? Hot take. I'm going to say that they don't. Is that a hot take or no? Yeah, I think it is. I think they both will. I will say this, that. The Vikings to me last year, for me personally, were the NFL's biggest disappointment. I had the most invested in them at the beginning of the season of doing well. 
I thought it was a great narrative to play up that the Super Bowl was in Minnesota. They would be the first team to get there and play there. Uh, it didn't happen. I'm not really sure why. I guess Cousins didn't take that next step, but they had a lot of uh, issues on the offensive line. We'll see if that gets corrected because guess what, Joe? They are the trendy pick again in the NFL. A lot of money coming in on them to win the Super Bowl again. So that usually means that it's going to go the other way, but I will say that both guys go over 1,000 yards. All right. Uh, I am already kind of very hesitant with this next guy, and as a guy on the Lions, I know a lot of people are absolutely in love with on Johnson this year, and it's not an indictment of the talent. It, to me, it's an indictment of the team, and especially Matt Patricia and how they want to run things, but a lot of people have very high expectations, so some of those expectations are as high as 1,500 all-purpose yards from on Johnson this year. Is it a hot take to say he's going to hit 1,500 all-purpose yards last year just for a barometer, he was at uh, 900. Mm. 1,500 is the number you gave? 1,500 is the number I'm giving you. Hot take, because that's what people are bidding on. I've seen in second round carry on Johnson selections. Yeah, I, I don't think that um, a couple of things. I think that that's a bad. <laughs> I, th- I think that respectfully, Joe, that's a bad number. I don't think that that's a real number. And, and anybody who's counting on that, that's not real. Um a real number in Vegas would be like 1200, 1300. Anybody who says 1500, that's what they're hoping for. But Vegas is the determiner on all of these numbers in terms of props. And I've seen his totals and they're nowhere near 1500, a lot less than that. Um, I would bet over on carry on Johnson. I'm a bigger fan of him than you are. Detroit schedule is relatively soft over the course of the whole season. Uh, injury is, is, you know, always has to be a concern with any player in the NFL, but I would take a shot here and I would go over. He basically is the entire offense on the lions. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on to the new Orleans saints. Uh, obviously a team with very high expectations. One could argue a team that should have been in the super bowl last year. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, actually they were replaying some of the AFC and NFC championship game stuff last night. That cost me big last year. Yeah. Too. <laughs> they, uh, I, I watched uh, rewatch that game or at least like the condensed version of it between the Pats and the chiefs. That was a great football game, man. Yeah. That, that was it, it, that, that pass interference led to a rule change in the NFL too. Yeah. So. Hundred percent, and uh, and look, a couple, it's always like everything bounces the ball go one way or the other. But just from a Pierce football standpoint, the excitement in the back and forth in that second half of that game was fantastic. Not to mention sure. the first half, incredible to watch that defense do what they did against Mahomes. But New Orleans Saints here, uh, I think they are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. I truly do. However, I guess there's a question of who's going to be that third guy, and how's this going to work out? And I know a lot of people don't believe in Jared Cook. But last year, Jared Cook had a very good season for the Oakland Raiders when he was finally part of the offense. We've seen Drew Brees utilize a tight end before. So I guess here's the hot take. Jared Cook's going to be a thing in fantasy this year and finishes a top five tight end because of this offense and because of Drew Brees, a quarterback. Is that a hot take or what? By the way, who was the second guy? If, they, if he's the third guy on the Saints, who do you think of the second Kamara's guy? Kamara's the second guy? Oh, me? I got you. I thought, Kamara in terms I thought of you like, meant like, like Traquan Smith or someone like no, that. No, no, no. It's to me. It's I do like Traquan Smith, by the way. I think that's uh, how the offense runs. And, and um, I don't dislike Traquan, but you know, Ted Ginn's going to have his Ted Ginn game or two. And then Traquan's going to have his game or two, but it's like the, the Devery Henderson uh, wagon, you know, guys you pick up and then I you drop because you get frustrated. You okay. Know? So, so let's, let's historically think about this with Drew Brees at quarterback on the new Orleans saints who at tight end has flourished under Jimmy uh, Graham, two there. fantastic seasons. Is that it in 15 years? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there's your they've given them. There's your answer. So the okay. answer is no. no. Take, all right. Under, under, all right. Under, I don't know if you could make the argument. It's an indictment of the position as a whole that he could finish as a top five tight end. Just saying. No, but, listen, it wouldn't. Jack Doyle wouldn't rule. I wouldn't rule him out. <laughs> well, that's, that's uh, why t- I, tight end. Someone is going to be in that conversation and then running back. Someone is going to be in it. But for Jared Cook, I'm just not a huge fan. So I'm going to say no. All right. So individual. Last year, Ron Rivera told the truth when he said Christian McCaffrey is going to be a bell cow workhorse, amazing back. This year, he's saying we're going to ease off him on the goal line. That's not giving me a good feeling because I because you believe all the, everything that these guys say. It's BS. He's going to get a million touchdowns, a million yards, a million receiving yards, and then he'll be holding out, <laughs> holding out for a contract next year. Stop so believing even, everything they say, Joe. It's not well, true. Well, I believe they what he said last year, and he was right last year. Oh, stop. You believe every what did single he say thing last year? Say? What did Ron Rivera say last year? It doesn't make a difference. You it can't, doesn't believe, matter you, you can't believe what the coaches say. You know, Arizona said Josh Rosen is our guy three months ago. Just, you know, just. Don't go by any coach speak ever in the NFL. No. It's all false. Oh, this, is not, this is not like a Major League Baseball manager when the cameras no. go off talking off the record. They all lie. Liars. Oh, of course, everybody lies. But last year he said something and it came true. So I'm going to say if they are concerned about this, I'm just saying in terms of, you know, easing up on him in front of contact. Uh, let's say last year the total for touchdowns for him was 13. That was receiving and rushing seven rushing touchdowns. Uh, is it a hot take to say that McCaffrey will have less than 10 touchdowns this year? It's nonsense. Because a lot of them came way over line. and over 13 again. All right. And I have them in no leagues this year. None. No, no I know. I, I know you. You believe in in your statements regardless of ownership. That's why I love you. That's all about. All right. I, I, I've been behind the curtain with these guys, with all these guys. I just know that it's well, just what a, you do a in lot, your private life is a lot of PR. Well, there you go. Balls to the faith, as you said yesterday. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got time for one more. One more. Oh, okay. All right. The Atlanta Falcons. Uh, give me hot take. Matt Ryan, after coming real close, goes over 5,000 yards this year. Two of the last three years, he came close. This year, he goes over that number. Hot take or not? Yeah. I mean, again, this is advanced metric stuff. Everyone seems to say that defensive back-wise, Ryan has the easiest schedule in the NFL. If you believe those people, then you'll go over. They do the studying for me sometimes on these numbers. So I'll agree with them. And and right, you want to slam in the bucks? Hot take: Jameis okay. Winston uh, becomes done. quarterback. He's, no, he's, okay, he's there finished. you go. He's done finished. and done. I, I've said. I've looked. At, at some point, you got to put your foot down with some of these guys. Winston, to me, is uh, he's, he's the backup quarterback on the Patriots next year. That's it. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take a quick timeout. We got the best of the first hour in uh, in the future here in about a minute, and then we will come back for hour number two. The history of the NFL on opening night, what we potentially could expect tonight. Joe Pizapia and Craig Mish here with you on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. 
I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea. Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. As we wrap up the first hour of the show, here's what you missed. Is it a hot take to say that Evan Ingram is the leading receiver on the Giants this year? Because you do have Saquon out there, who is certainly a very capable receiver of the football. You also have Golden Tate coming back in a couple weeks. You also have Sterling Shepard. But there's a lot of Evan Ingram hype. We talked about it yesterday. Is it a hot take to say that he actually leads the team in receiving? No, I don't. I don't think so. But I. But I don't know that his numbers would be Ertz like. But Zach Ertz is the leading receiver on the Philadelphia Eagles, and I think that you're going to be seeing something very similar from Ingram probably with about 20% less production. So I do think that maybe of all of the takes that we have, this is the most realistic. It's just that what will those numbers look like at the end of the season? Uh, Ertz is a 100 catch, 1100 yard, 8 to 10 touchdown guy. Ingram could lead the team by catching 78 balls for 950 yards and six touchdowns and still be the leading receiver there. So I would say that this is very realistic. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today. Hour number two, if you're listening live or if you're listening on demand, this is FNTSY Radio, Craig Mish, Fantasy Sports Today. 